This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. Today is Wednesday, September the 21st. We're talking right now with Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. And Jim, we had an interesting start to the week. Tell us what the markets are doing going into this Tuesday and this Wednesday. Well, right now, we did have a little bit of follow-through overnight strength from yesterday's real quick run-up. Um, we'll get into that in a second. We have backed off a little bit in the overnight market. Corn ended up down a half. Beans ended up down seven. Technically, corn got up to some technical resistance, just shy of seven dollars. Beans hit uh, fourteen eighty-eight and three quarters in the overnight market. That's also a little bit of technical resistance and backed off. But the big story yesterday, and it's probably going to be a story in the next couple of days, is what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia. Um, essentially, the situation took a significant turn for the worse. Russia is announcing these referendums in the four Ukrainian regions starting on Friday. And essentially what essentially, if when these areas essentially say they want to join Russia, they're saying it's irreversible. They're going to become a part of Russia, according to Putin. And it just ratchets up the tension because essentially, Dustin, what Putin's saying is you attack those regions, you're essentially attacking Russia. And he's now threatened to use nuclear weapons to defend Russia, i.e. those new regions of Russia that potentially could join here by the weekend. And it's just put a lot of uncertainty into the marketplace. You know, right now, corn market found some support because Ukraine is actually selling corn to the world cheaper than we are. Russia is selling wheat cheaper than the world than we are right now. With this conflict getting heated up again, there's real question of, of those assets, of those commodities going to be available for the world to consume. Hence, it drove the price of the U.S. grain market higher. We'll see where this goes. Um, but it's definitely one thing it's going to do. It's going to add a lot of volatility. That is probably the main headline of the story of what's happened the last 24 hours and probably the next couple of days trading as we try to digest what Putin's next move is and how the Ukrainians react to it. That's uh, exactly uh, going to make things interesting. It's uh, to, to, to be kind of an understatement. But uh, uh, looking at you know harvest progress, obviously we're starting to see some combines rolling in Iowa. I don't know what things are looking like over on the Illinois side. But, uh, again, harvest is starting to hit to that corn belt. Harvest is beginning uh, here. Uh, far northern Illinois, where I'm at, has not started just yet. They think some beans will go by the weekend. You go 50, 60 miles south, I mean, they are starting to roll. In general, the yields are probably at, you know, close to expectations, sometimes a little bit disappointing, a little bit above expectations. So we're just getting into it right now. That should put a little bit of pressure on the market. The one other thing we do want to kind of keep an eye on, I think if you're a producer, if you're getting those early, early beans or early, early corn out, keep an eye on your basis. We are still hearing some very, very good basis pushes for in the next four or five up to 10 days out, depending on where you're at around the country. So, you know, keep an eye on your basis push right now. But yeah, harvest is really going to start picking up and we'll see where the yields are at and see, you know, after the USDA's adjustment last week, if the crop's going to get bigger or smaller. Historically, a lot of people point out when the crops get smaller from September, August to September, they tend to get smaller when they do the October revision. So it's something we need to keep an eye on. I know here in Iowa, it's been the kind of the difference of who got in ahead of all the moisture we got this spring and who got in after it. And so those who, who planted later are still holding out hope that they got in late enough to, to hopefully weather this drought a little better than maybe was expected. And, and so it may be a couple of weeks before we see them wade into the field. I know one farmer said end of the month would be the earliest he could go into some of his fields. So, you know, holding out hope that maybe that did buy us some time. 
Well, exactly. I think I think there is a bias. I would agree with that. I, it would not surprise me if we see the worst quote unquote worst stuff first, and as we go through harvest, it will pick up, and the you know the yields will improve just based on that fact you said. So you know, there's some optimism out there. I mean, in general, though, you got to be a little bit friendly on the price on the supply side of the situation. That corn yield at 172 and a half, the carryouts at about a 1.2 billion. If this crop would get a little bit smaller, it's hard to come up with a where you're going to ration demand domestically. They've already cut ethanol. They've cut feed usage. So the only thing you can really ration out on the demand side is exports. And that is highly debatable what's going to happen with there. Same thing on the beans. So, you know, the market's going to be very, very attuned to the next four weeks of are these beans disappointing or they're not. If this crop gets the sense that this crop, or excuse me, if the trade doesn't get the sense that this crop is getting smaller, I think you're going to force the end users' hands and they're going to chase it. I think right now, a lot of the end users are hoping to get that quote-unquote fall break over the next couple of weeks. The Fed's going to raise interest rates today, more than likely. That's probably going to put some pressure on the, economic, on the macro front. They're hoping to get that break to get coverage before the South American crop comes in. Because the reality is the world stocks are tightening up on the corn, they're tightening up on the wheat. Beans are increasing a little bit on the optimism of a big South American crop. La Nina is sticking around for a third year, it looks like. If that sticks around a little bit too long or a little bit too hard, and South America crop really starts to stumble for whatever reason, the world supply situation really, really gets tight, and then the market will probably have to go higher as a world tries to as the prices rally to, in essence, try to ration out demand. All right, Jim, let's switch gears over to the livestock side of things. And, of course, you know, as those macro uh, topics we were talking about right now, I mean, those are going to have some effect on, on buying and, and what we have available there as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Right now, like the December cattle kind of made a big, strong push to take out the August high yesterday, kind of fell back a little bit miserably at this point. That's technically not a great close. I think in general, you're probably going to see a little bit more of a sideways trade in both the corn, both the livestock, uh, the, you know, the live cattle and the hogs over the next couple of weeks. You know, we know the long-term supply situation is going to tighten, but right now the economic situation in the U.S. is kind of deteriorating a little bit. You are starting to hear layoffs. On certain companies right now, um, earnings are going to come out. They're a little bit disappointing. That could do it, as well as just raising the interest rate. A lot of people are expecting a three-quarter point interest rate hike today. It would not surprise me if they want a full point and kind of kind of shock the market a little bit as they're trying to stamp out inflation. But the reality is those interest rates go up, the cost of money's going up, the cost of credit card debt's going up, and that tends to pull back consumer spending. And when the consumer tends to pull back on spending, he tends not to buy the higher-end beef cuts. So I think that will probably put a cap on the live, on the, on the live cattle, at near term at least. What about on the hog side of things? On the hogs right now, you know, they've chart likes looks pretty good. I'm hoping that December hogs can make a move back up toward 90, but it's a situation right now, same situation that, you know, the consumer tends to, uh, you know, back off. But like I said, in general, maybe make a move a couple of dollars higher, but stall out at the August highs so far, just like the cattle did. More of a sideways move in the hogs, just like the cattle. All right, Jim, a lot of great information as always. If folks want to talk market strategies with agmarket.net, what's the best way for them to get in touch? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461 or reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. All right, Jim, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you for having me on.
That again was Jim McCormick of AgMarket.net. Let's run down those numbers for you. December corn up two at six ninety four even. March up one and three quarters at six ninety eight and three quarters. November beans down a quarter at fourteen seventy eight and a half. January beans down a half at fourteen eighty four even. Soy meal down four dollars and sixty cents at four thirty four eighty. Soy oil up fifty seven cents at sixty six forty nine. December wheat up nine and a half at nine oh three and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat is up seven and a quarter at nine sixty six and a half. Kansas wheat up six and three quarters that is at 969 and three quarters oats up two and three quarters at 418 and three quarters December live cattle down 22 cents at 150.85. September feeders down 27 cents at 178.53. Lean hogs up 12 cents at 96.10. Pork cutouts unchanged at 104.77. Class 3 milk up 3 cents at 19.92. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs>